morning, everyone, and welcome to Julius Bear's Moving Markets podcast. It's Thursday, the 15th of June, and my name is Helen Freer. So all eyes were on the Fed yesterday, who paused rate hikes as expected. On today's show, I'll be talking to our chief economist, David Cole, to get his thoughts on what came out of the meeting yesterday. And we have Nicola Jordan with us. He'll give us an update from the CIO office. But to start with, let's talk about all the latest market news. And for that, I'm pleased to be joined by my colleague, John T. Warris. Good morning, John T. So there's plenty of data to sift through, but I think we have to start by talking about the US Federal Reserve meeting yesterday. I mentioned it already. They decided to pause rate hikes. What more can you tell us? Good morning, Helen. That's right. Yes, the US Federal Reserve did indeed leave interest rates unchanged yesterday but signalled in new projections that borrowing costs may still need to rise by as much as half of a percentage point by the end of this year, implying two more rate hikes this year. The US central bank is dealing with stronger than expected economy and a slower decline in inflation. The decision to hold rates in a range of 5 to 5.25% was a unanimous one. Powell said that he felt that the pieces of the inflation puzzle were beginning to fall into place, with the Fed now focused on getting the policy right as it considers its next moves before declining inflation allows possible rate cuts next year. And how did markets fare yesterday then, on the back of the news from the Fed? Well, over in the US, equities finished mixed in yesterday's trading session after some choppiness following the FOMC meeting. We saw growth outperform value as the Nasdaq closed above the 15,000 level for the first time since January 2022. And US Treasuries came under some pressure at the short end of the curve, with the 2-10 to year yield spread hitting its most inverted level since before the banking crisis. Elsewhere in markets, the US dollar index was down 0.3%, showing some weakness on the major crosses. Gold finished up 0.5%, while Bitcoin futures were down 0.2%. And oil extended its decline further, settling down 1.7%, driven by a surprise jump in US crude stockpiles and the Fed's hawkish outlook. Well, given that the pause and the rather hawkish outlook from the Fed was widely anticipated, focus is now turning to China. And there was data released there overnight with China's central bank cutting a key lending rate to support its economy. Can you give us any more colour there, Jonti? Yeah, that's right. The People's Bank of China has ramped up its monetary stimulus as official data out this morning pointed to a weak economy. China's central bank has lowered the rate on one-year loans by 10 basis points to 265, which is the first reduction since August last year. The data showed that Chinese retail sales slowed more than expected in May, with growth of 12.7%, which was below expectations. And this is adding to worries about a further slowdown in the Chinese economy. Industrial production data was lower too, with growth in industrial output slowing last month to 3.5%, but this came in in line with forecasts. And I saw we have more news out of Asia Pacific this morning, don't we? What can you tell us there? Sure. Uh, Let's start with Australia, where we saw employment data come in well above expectations for May, with the unemployment rate unexpectedly falling to 3.6%. This will likely strengthen the case for more rate hikes from the Reserve Bank of Australia. New job openings down under were up by 76,000 vacancies from the previous month too, which uh, outstripped predictions of a 17,500 gain. The Aussie dollar jumped on the positive news and the three-year government bond yields breached 4%, inverting its yield curve for the first time since 2008. And in New Zealand, there is quite some economic trouble which is causing havoc in markets today with the Kiwi sovereign bond yields falling after GDP data showed that the country fell into a recession in Q1 following an aggressive run of policy tightening. 
Asian equities are trading fairly mixed this Thursday morning. Uh, the Kospi's down around 0.4%. The Nikkei and the Topics are trading about flat. And the Hang Seng is outperforming up around 1.5% when I checked a moment ago. And let's talk about the day ahead then. What can we expect today? What do we have to look out for? Sure. Well, of course, this afternoon we will see the ECB rate decision where the ECB is poised to deliver what is likely to be the penultimate increase in its quite unprecedented campaign of interest rate hikes. Expectations there are for an increase to the deposit rate by a quarter point to 3.5%, with analysts mostly focused on some guidance about future increases. Currently, consensus is for one final hike to take place next month. And ECB President Christine Lagarde will hold a press conference following the rate decision later today. This morning, we will also see Eurozone trade balance data for April, along with inflation prints out of France and Poland. And this afternoon, we can expect some more data out of the US with retail sales, initial jobless claims and industrial production for May. Earnings releases expected today include Adobe. And a quick look at the futures board shows that the US is poised for a slightly negative open later today. And that's everything from me today, Helen. Excellent. Thank you very much, John T, for the roundup this morning. Now, David, great to have you on today's show. So the Fed left rates unchanged yesterday, as we've already heard. John T mentioned it earlier, though. The chair, Jerome Powell, said that nearly all Fed officials think it's going to be appropriate to raise interest rates somewhat further this year in order to bring inflation down. What are your thoughts on this? Do you think this is needed? And when do you think this might happen? Good morning, Helen. Yes, indeed. We we acknowledge fully that uh, the FOMC uh, overall, they see uh, higher growth now. That's like the updated summary of economic projection that comes there. They see also slightly higher inflation, in particular this core core inflation measure, the core PCE uh, deflator, which is not coming down as fast as they wish. And uh, consequently, they signal uh, a more appropriateness uh, to to hike uh, rates more. We don't think that any rate hikes or additional rate hikes this year will change very much on the inflation outcome this year, simply because monetary policy is always operating with a considerable time lag between tightening of monetary policy and having its effect on the economy, including inflation. So from this perspective, we are skeptical that this is really needed in terms of additional rate hikes. We so far maintain our view that you don't need to do Uh, and we don't project uh, additional rate hikes this year. But the message was strong uh, from the FOMC that the willingness is there. We do acknowledge that. We think that the probability uh, of an additional rate hike, in particular in the July meeting, has increased. Uh, And this would most likely reflect a change in attitude not to um, hike rates, to tighten monetary policy every meeting, every consecutive meeting, and really slow the pace, at least, uh, when it comes to rate hikes. So rather going into approach, and this had not been confirmed, but rather going into an approach to hike rates, uh, if necessary, every other meeting. So having in between uh, some time to look back to assess uh, the effects of already past rate hikes, that's an important uh, change in attitude, definitely so. Uh, so in summing up, um, we think uh, that the probability has increased that uh, we might change or we might need to change our forecast uh, of no rate hikes also in the July meeting, uh, definitely so. But uh, we would prefer here really to see, to, to like to wait of, for additional inflation numbers and most of all, uh, important to see if our already tight monetary policy is affecting the economy, including the credit dynamics. 
And what do you think the risk is then that the Fed continues to hike and ends up steering the US economy into a recession? Well, the risk has definitely increased. And at some point, you see that even in the FOMC projections, so in the summary of, of economic projections, because the amount of rate cuts they see as appropriate for next year, this has increased as well. So yes, they see the need to increase rate further in, in this year um, by additional 50 basis points. But at the same time, they had previously just penciled in in their central projections 75 basis points in total of rate cuts for next year. Now it's 100 basis points. So there is definitely the risk uh, um, that the economy goes not only into a slowdown, uh, but this might become something bigger. Is that reflected in the macroeconomic projections? No, it's not. Um, increases in unemployment rates are also for next year to be forecasted as very, very moderate. And also in terms of the growth projections, so the end year uh, growth projections for the coming year, um, the Fed sticks actually to a number of 1.1%, uh, um, slightly lower than the 1.2% in the previous forecast. And that means uh, not really a recession. Uh, so probably the confidence in the FOMC, uh, in the uh, Fed, has in increased uh, that the U.S. economy can weather uh, really this tight monetary policy. This is uh, definitely here the message. Uh, we maintain, we remain here a bit more skeptical uh, that uh, forthcoming uh, there might be some risks for the US or the, the risks for the U.S. economy are increasing uh, with this tight monetary policy, and that's even more true when policy gets even tighter from from this point here. Okay, thanks very much, David. Good to get your thoughts on this. And let's finish off then with you, Nicola. Thank you for joining us this morning as well. What are your latest views on the markets? Yeah, thank you, Helen, and good morning, everyone. Well, to be honest, as we just had our chief economist on the line, our views are very much aligned on the US and on the Fed. We also think that Fed is well advised to pause and then keep monitoring the lagged impact of its very fast and strong tightening cycle of the last year. So we also are a bit skeptical if further rate hikes will really have the effect that the Fed hopes or slowing down inflation and the economic growth. And what about Europe? How's the situation evolving there? Well, in Europe, the economy has followed similar trends to the US but with a lower amplitude, of course. In addition, the structural headwinds in China might pressure demand for industrial goods, which could impact Germany in particular and slow down economic activity even further. And as euro rates have already moved up a lot of a very low base, in our view, the ECB is increasingly at risk of over-tightening. Can we move on to China now then? Um, what's your current view there after the latest developments? China is showing worrying signs that the momentum of the rebound in economic activity is stalling quite significantly after the reopening. We think that the Chinese economy might be in a balance sheet recession, which implies a strong risk of deflation. We therefore expect more stimulus actions by policymakers in Beijing, as we have seen in recent days, that should somewhat support the economy. Nonetheless, we remain strategically cautious on Chinese assets. That's already it from my side. Back to you, Helen. Great. Thank you very much, Nicola.
I'd also like to mention that today we launch our mid-year market outlook for 2023 and the latest Beyond Markets podcast on this subject is now out. So do check it out and have a listen to what our experts have to say about their expectations for the second half of the year. And for our German-speaking listeners, there is a German version available on the Marktanalysen und Gespräche channel. So that is all for today. Thanks very much to today's guests and thank you all for tuning in. If you enjoyed today's show, don't forget to subscribe and please also leave us a review on whichever platform you like to listen on. We would love to hear your feedback. And do join us again tomorrow when I'll be speaking to more of our colleagues, including Tim Gagey, who will update us on currency markets. Until then, have a great day, everyone, and bye for now. The information and opinions expressed in this podcast constitute marketing material and are not the result of independent financial or investment research. Please refer to www.juliasbear.com forward slash legal forward slash podcasts for further other important legal information. Für unsere deutschsprachigen Zuhörer. We would also like to make you aware of Marktanalysen und Gespräche, a monthly podcast in German, where Julius Bear experts discuss some of the latest market developments. We share our key research and insights on today's ever-changing economic landscape in German. Search for Marktanalysen und Gespräche on your favorite podcast player.